Fast X, pick them. Week number three. Last week, hell of a week for both of us. Yo-Yo Ball, you 4-1, me 4-1. Both of our locks hit with flying colors. Um, it was the first week in the NFL. You were the big NFL better, 4-1, as I said. College football, that's where I made my money. Yep. But I will say this just right off before we get into our picks. College football, I I mean, I was watching Notre Dame versus Duke, and I, I kid you not, I don't know if it was because there was no fans. I don't know if because it was rainy. I don't know if it was because it was just so like dreary and a, a first Saturday, kind of a lazy Saturday, but I, I don't think I've ever watched a boring, more boring game. It just college football and, and Notre Dame had, it was almost more depressing that Notre Dame didn't, that had, they had like 15,000 people in the stands because all that does, it makes my brain think like, this isn't a very good game. There's no one wanted to go to this. Like it's a maxion game or something. Yeah, no, agreed. No, hundred percent. Like college football is when people say college football is back. No, college football is like half ass back. It's yeah. not back. Uh, college football is back when it's like a Saturday morning. You wake up 9 a.m., at least in Michigan. You turn on college game day, and you have every single game playing. College football is not back. That's the I'm thing. Just, like I almost like the NFL's strategy better, like the Lions or something, where there's no one in the stands. Because then it's like, oh, it's COVID. That's why there's no one there. But when there's Notre Dame and you have mixed crowds, like a group of like four like college girls dancing and shit, like, it's like it just feels stupid. feels like there's no one there, and there is no one there. I hope that, like, you know that, like, this is not college football. <laughs> it's not college football at all. It, it, it fires me up how this, like, whole situation is even a thing. <sighs> I'm just done with it. I'm done Here's with what I will man. say. It's frustrating how, like, yes, college football is back. Big Ten officially announced that they're coming back October 24th. But it's frustrating as well to know that we could have basically just had a legit start right at the rip college football season like right on schedule yeah like because basically what we did they did like possibly the worst possible scenario made it all a clusterfuck get put an asterisk over everything when i i necessarily didn't really agree with them playing i'm i'm okay with it like i guess if they're okay living with the consequences i'm okay with it why should i have a problem with it but the fact that it's like oh big 10 starts october 24th they're only gonna have eight games uh like what is going on like just play the normal schedule if everyone's playing then everyone should be playing yeah, no, I'm I'm with you 100%. To me, it makes no sense. Literally, the only thing that switched, if you look at when no one canceled before COVID to now, the only people that are not playing it to this date at this moment is the MAC and the Pac-12. Yeah. Pac-12 has zero. Pac-12 is not playing this year. There's not. Yeah. They're not. They they'll, they'll play in January. Some, they've already canceled some spring sports. Yeah. So like. Guess what? I guess we already kind of went on without college football with the Pac-12 anyway. Pac-12 games kind of suck to yeah. begin with. Like they're on super late. Like, sure, you don't get that late game, but who cares? No one watches the whole damn thing anyway. Yeah, almost so, like, dude, if you are like a early, you go to bed early on a Saturday, you will not even know, really, that the Pac-12 isn't even playing. Which is one bot. Yeah, like, really, you will think that, dude. oh, like they're still going on. Like, Oregon's uh, winning the conference. Whoever wins the conference is just going to, 
not making the college football playoff anyway. So it really doesn't matter. Yeah, dude. I no, I'm with you 100, percent dude. I, it, to me, nothing has changed. And for all of these like conferences, now you're hearing the MAC is going to probably reverse their decision uh, this weekend. What's going on? Like, just stop doing this. Just stop doing this shit. Like, give me a football season. Simple as that. Like, I'm just done with it. I'm done with the, oh, we're going to do this. 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 And then nothing happens. Uh, and then everything goes right back to normal. We are, like literally are back to square one. Back to square one. Yeah. I don't know how else to say it. Um, it's absolutely done with. With uh, really no COVID. changes. No changes in, like, safety procedures or um like the big 10 they announced like oh the player test positive he's out for three weeks like holy shit imagine yeah, joe milton stud like imagine this let me paint you a, st- a little bit of a scenario here joe milton comes out game one lights it up four tds 100 rushing yards uh 300 uh passing yards like five total tds few day goes out partying that night after uh a quite a night and covid Snaps him up, three weeks out. We go with, uh, I don't even know who the backup quarterback is anymore at Michigan. But here's the thing. End of the day, let's keep a one positive here. Yeah. Is that we're going to watch our Michigan Wolverines go on, march the field, and and play a football game. So, that like, to me, that is a big-time positive on a positive note. Yeah. When you give it that way. Um, whether they're going to be winning, whether they're losing, they're playing. What sucks is, dude, it's like six weeks away. Yeah, agreed. Basically, the whole right. season, ACC is going to basically play their whole season, and then the Big Ten will kick off. Get, I guess it'll give you something to look forward to like <laughs> later on. If you really think about it, dude, look, think of this. Big Ten, Midwest, playing beginning their season in October, snow football up the wazoo. Here's one thing that is sweet about the Big Ten. Um, what they're going to do is everyone, basically everyone's going to have like a, a final like Big Ten game. Where it'll be the same weekend as the Big Ten Championship, the like number one from the East, number one from the West, or whatever leaders and legends or whatever the hell yeah. divisions are, are going to play each other in the Big Ten Championship, obviously. And then number two and number two, number three, number three, number four, number four. So it, like we'll get we'll get like a sub. That's that's kind of cool, I guess. I it mean, it's cool, but dude, do you even remember and even know how loaded the one side is? Compared yeah, to the it's other? stupid, dude. They. If it's going to be Wisconsin versus Ohio State. It's going to be Wisconsin versus Ohio State Big Ten Championship. Guaranteed. Yeah. We, dude, like, that game sucks. I'm sorry. <laughs> happens I'm every sorry. year and it sucks every year. Sucks. I'm sorry. Like, I, I know that, like, we have – I know I know um, Noah is goes to Wisconsin. I get that. Wisconsin is always, like – I'm not trying to badmouth Wisconsin, but when some reason, like, when they play Ohio State – that game never ends up the way you think it is. Ohio no. State always wins that game. I'm Blows sorry. them out. Blows them out usually. Yeah. Or wins by two or three like, scores like in the second half, just dominates the second half every year. Wisconsin starts off strong, maybe scores the first touchdown, and then Ohio State just basically kicks their ass from there. That's the one game like I want like fireworks in. I yeah. would rather – would you agree that this just says a lot? I would rather have like a – Michigan State, Wisconsin. It really makes, dude. I, that is something we need to do a deep dive on. How did they come up with the decisions on how to align them? Think about it. It's fucking horrible. Michigan and Ohio State. Why on God's green earth? Because they don't want them to play again after the like. What like wouldn't you That's want like ratings? Wouldn't you want like ratings and shit? Like Michigan playing Ohio State in the Big Ten championship game. I think. I think what we have gotten here is if they're really smart and they really were good with the views, 
they would have put Michigan in the other bracket where Wisconsin was. Yeah. They'd be in the think about this. Michigan would be in the Big Ten Championship like every year. Yeah. <laughs> They'd be Wisconsin. They would be Wisconsin. There's like five teams. Penn State would be Wisconsin. Or Penn State's on the opposite side. Yes, Penn State's on the opposite side. So there's two teams there. But Penn No, State, I don't like, know if Penn State are was, they? I think Penn yes, State might yeah. be on the same yes. side. So this is how you remember it. This is how you remember it. M, N's, and Iowa are on the right side. M, N's, M, N's, Iowa, or no, sorry, 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 sorry. M, N's, Iowa, and Ohio State are on the right side, and then the rest are on the left. Oh, I'm going to really double check that. Oh, but let's M, see. M, N's, and Iowa on the right, and Ohio State. Yeah, it's like, dude. Like, if Nebraska ever picks their shit up, maybe that'll be more even on that side. Minnesota, somehow, Iowa. But good Lord. Ohio No, Penn State, Michigan. Penn State, Michigan, Ohio State, Michigan State uh, are all on the same side. On the other side, top four teams, you got Wisconsin, Northwestern, Nebraska, Minnesota, Iowa. I'm like, sorry. Yeah, it's drunk. That is it's, the most asinine thing. To, to think that, like, you just said, like, for this to happen, Nebraska has to, like, pick it up. They're coming out in the black shirts. Do you remember, like, the whole black yeah. shirts thing? Yeah. Dude, they came out. Everyone took them to cover against Ohio State, and they got their ass blown out. <laughs> Dude, here's Nebraska, the thing. Here's the Nebraska sad reality. Style. The Big Ten is still Ohio State way up here. Bunch of poop. And then the remainder of it. They're, they're still, like, head and shoulders by everybody else. They're easily going to win the Big Ten. It's the easiest bet every year. Like, I'm sorry, but, like, okay, if I'm – I could – I'm, I'm just going to say it right now, right up front. This is what it's going to be at the end of the year. Game one, Ohio State-Wisconsin. Game two, um, Michigan-Iowa. <laughs> Michigan-Iowa. Uh, game three, Penn State-Minnesota. Game four, Michigan State, Purdue. <laughs> Dude, I can keep going all day long. Uh, game five, Northwestern, Maryland. Uh, and to round it out, Illinois, Rutgers. Funny I thing just, is, that's probably going to be pretty goddamn accurate. Maybe one team will flip with another, but that's pretty damn accurate. Like, that's, what is, that's what's going to happen. Dude, I'm looking at these divisions. Holy shit. It's shitty. Like, like, dude, I would – like, you put Indiana. You toss Indiana and the other ones, they're taking second place. I wouldn't be surprised if, if Wisconsin and, like, Iowa, if they were somehow, some way, sh- little shady dealings with when these things were realigned, you know? Something may come out in, like, a couple of years. Barry Alvarez working behind <laughs> oh. the – work behind the – uh, the curtain doing some damage as the Wizard of Oz. But all right, uh, let's get into the actual picks. I'll start with my first one. Go for it. Let me make sure I get my lock right. I want to make sure I have my lock correct. Okay, yep, I'm good. All right, so my, just my first pick, this is not my lock. Uh, OK State minus 23 versus Tulsa. Oh, first off, Oklahoma State's first game since they're coming out. They're coming out swinging. You think, you think Mike Gundy gives two shits about COVID? He doesn't even know what's going on. The yeah. mullet... Everything he all he's doing all he knows how to do is put points on the board. They're averaging fifty three points a game in their home openers. I also love the over, but I'm not. That's not an official pick. I love the over sixty six as well. Tulsa is horrible. Five Tulsa, and fifteen yeah. in their last twenty one. Five fifteen and one in their last twenty one games. And dude, listen to this. This is almost like this is the dagger in the heart. I know you're gonna love this. Chuba Hubbard, absolute stud running back, Oklahoma State. Yep. yep. Two thousand. He's a two thousand yard back. 
going up against the defense that allowed like 200 yards, 185 yards rushing last year, every game gave up 2,221 yards. Like he might go off for 305 touchdowns. Think about Dude, it. I'm thinking, actually, tell me you can't picture it. First play of the game. Like, first play of the game, first play of the season, shotgun handoff, Chubba Hubbard, like, 85 yards to the house. I'm telling you, that's going to happen. I hope you're right. I hope you're right, uh, Pony Boy. Uh, when you really think about it, so what? So you're taking the you're taking Oklahoma State to beat the spread? Yep, minus 23. Yep. Wow. Uh, 23? In college football? Dude. Might they might win by 50. They can't stop the run. How in the guys greener is Tulsa going to be able to keep up? They can't stop the run. Yeah, Chubba right. Hubbard is like maybe the best running back in the in the country. Right. Agreed. You know what? If, if there was a game like for like to, to take a massive spread like that, that's one I would take. Agreed. Um, and I also, I mean, any Big 12 over, basically, you can lock that in as they're going to hit 60% of the time. So that's another pick out throw out there. Over 66. Are you agreeing with me on that one or are you leaning the yeah, opposite? Yeah, I absolutely agree. But here's the thing. To have the over played there, Tulsa's got to score, and you have to bank on Tulsa to score. It's almost like you're contradicting your picks. Like, if you have Oklahoma State to win by more than 23, then you're not going to get the over. Here's how I can see this game easily playing out. Like, 55-21, to 21, Oklahoma State covers, and they hit the over. 49, 49-14, 49-21. Uh, like, I, I, there's so many ways that if, if all Oklahoma State has to do is beat them by 24 points. All they got to do. I'm not yeah, worried about the over, really. I think the over is yeah. going to hit as long as Oklahoma State covers. The over is going to hit. Yeah, no, this is a game. This is a game where um, Oklahoma State comes off guns a blazing, uh, orange yeah. power. Yeah, and they come out and yeah, they they beat the absolute shit out of Tulsa. Yeah. <laughs> Tulsa's going to be like the classic like look. Uh, Tulsa quarterback, like they're gonna be wearing white jerseys. Uh, Tulsa quarterbacks will be going back to like to the locker room after the game, like helmet, like head drooped, helmet, like in his right hand, um, jersey, like splattered in like green, like grass stains. He's gonna get like his ass kicked. He's just gonna get his ass kicked. Yeah, simple as that. Pretty uh, much. All right, you're on uh, number one. Yep. Okay, so that's your mortal lock. Nope, that is not my lock. Okay, so I, I will not do my lock. However, um, my number one pick so far uh, in the NFL, uh, not my mortal lock, but the next one, New England to cover three and a half over Seattle. I don't like that pick at all. I don't like I that do. pick at all. I do. Here's my reasoning. Wait, are they a three and a half point underdog? Three and a half. Yep, three and a half point yeah, underdog. No. You really think Seattle's going to... Dude, Russell Wilson went off week one. This is like Russell Wilson's MVP season. I'm seeing a lot of Russell Wilson buzz. Like, so, oh, he's okay, never now, received now, the MVP buzz. Here's what I'm going to say to that. So it has been, as a better and as a statistical numbers guy when it comes to betting, New England is a ball control team. Always has been, always will be, and is now more of a ball control team because they don't have as many weapons as they did with, with Brady. So ball control they're just going to keep the ball, whether it's a long drive. Like they're not just going to go three and out, which eats up clock, eats up time, eats up the clock, and they're going to cover. Whether I mean they're going to win, I, I assume Seattle is going to win the game. But you know what? No, I fuck, dude. I <laughs> this guy's no I, idea. I'm taking a complete audible right, right, <laughs> in, right in here. Complete audible. I'm going uh, Seattle three and a half. Russell Wilson's going to absolutely blitz them. Yeah, think I, about it. Uh, Patriots are. Patriots, pe- people are going off of the Patriots week one game. Dude, they played the Dolphins, and they didn't even, like, blow them out, really. It yeah, wasn't right. like they looked super good. 
Seattle, no, right. on the other you're, hand, you're completely right. Uh, I think I just had to talk that one out with you. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm uh, locking it in. Um, Seattle three and a half over New, uh, <laughs> New England. Russell Wilson, your guy. You love Russell Wilson. Uh, he is going to absolutely fire up this uh, Seahawks team. They're going to win by like forty. Here's the thing that pisses me off about the NFL, though. Watch, They're, Seattle's going to be up by like two scores all game, and then, and then Patriots are going to cut it to three. They're going to lose by three, and you're going to you're not going to cover. Like that, that yeah, point five that was, is a big they, point five. They do that. They, like I can see him like yanking Russell Wilson end of the game. Like I just don't see the Patriots getting blown out, and that's what scares me. For if I were you, yeah, but I like that comment. I I will go against that comment more than I'll go against Russell Wilson the the Russell Wilson comment that you had before that when I had this pick the other way. So Mr. I Unlimited. like I like I like this a lot because plus like not even to mention. This is only Cam Newton's second game back, and when it was a whole year off, and Russell Wilson, uh, he's got all these weapons, man. He's, he's like talk about like Pat Mahomes' um, Batman belt. Uh, this he's he's like the Green Arrow. He's got like Green Arrow, like different different types of like oddballs that like just all work together. And Russell Wilson's in charge of it all. He's like mastered every single one of them. So yeah, R- Russell Wilson's gonna win that game. Seattle three and a half. All right, I like it. All right, my second pick, App State. Similar thing, minus three and a half versus uh, Marshall. Uh, okay. It's like App State didn't look very good last week. I mean, they won by 15 over Charlotte. but And, I mean, they didn't cover either. They were 17 and a half point favorites. But here's the thing about Appalachian State. They are like the king of the kings of the group of five teams. Every year they, they are one of the top teams that cover the spread. They, they have a poor showing in week one. And then Marshall absolutely blows out Eastern Kentucky. So that's why this spread is so low. But I think normally this is like a 10-point spread, App State. Even if it's at Marshall, there's no home field. There's no nothing. App State is like one of the best coach teams. I mean, obviously Scott Satterfield isn't there anymore, but Sean Clark is a stud coach in his his own right. Like betting against App State against other group of five teams is never a smart play. No, I agree. Uh, Betting against App State in general, um, I actually – a little story about betting against App State. Um, I was actually at the Michigan Appalachian State game. You know, I love to tell the story. Um, they're sitting there, and all of a sudden, like when we're walking out of the stadium when Appalachian State won the game, <laughs> um, there was a guy on a surgical bed, uh, surgical or a stretcher, uh, like trying to like get like his like focus back because apparently, like the the news going around, like it definitely was false. <laughs> uh he definitely just like passed out yeah but, drunk yeah but from like what he like everyone was saying around i'm like oh he bet on michigan he put a lot of money on michigan and they bet so if you want to end up like that guy uh bet against appalachia state in this scenario uh <laughs> can you imagine how much money he probably lost <laughs> <laughs> Dude, he, probably, he probably bet. Dude, I'm just gonna was like probably a thirty point favorite. Do the hell's apps? This is like right Appalachian State. Talk about ultimate coming out party. App State. Like who the hell's this scrub team? They they finally go up to D one and they just ball out right as they go to D one and and they probably were thirty five point underdogs. He probably bet like fifty grand or more to even oh, try to make yeah. like some money back. Like yeah. he probably didn't even bet against the spread. He probably just bet straight up. Like oh, this is a sure thing. I might as well just bet fifty grand to make one grand. Like it, that's probably what happened. Yeah, that's probably exactly what happened. And like he, pa- like I would pass out, dude. Oh. That can you? I'm like trying to like think of this. Like as me and you are both um, uh, betters here. Like how much, how confident you would be in that game, and how they lose that game. Here's the one thing that that scares me. Marshall is an air raid. 
this this Grant Well Grant Wells guy. I watched him for like two minutes on Saturday, and he threw like a touchdown pass, like right within the two seconds I was watching it. This guy's a stud. <laughs> Three hundred seven yards passing, and dude, App State's passing defense is atrocious. They literally yeah. gave up three hundred against Charlotte and four touchdowns. Like that's the only thing that would definitely scare me. They no, are susceptible to the pass, and Marshall is air raid. I agree. This is also a three thirty game. You gotta put that into one thirty. One thirty. It says three thirty. Oh man, yeah. Uh, I'll Maybe double check it. it. I think it's one thirty. No, you're probably right. Yep, uh, three thirty. You're correct on CBS. So they must have bumped it. Oh, so you're gonna have front view view uh, watching for this game right on CBS. I love that. Yep, that's good. That's a that's a great way. Except uh, kind of like kind of a big like middle finger to uh, CBS for like if you're like a college kid, like you can't watch CBS. You have to like make an like a subscribe account. So CBS kind of sucks, to be honest with you. CBS be, Sports Network. Oh, that's different. Yeah, that's CBS. But, this is on straight up CBS, not CBS okay. Sports Network. CBS Sports Network is the worst channel for any football game ever. Honestly, to be honest with you, I think it's just regular CBS as well. If you no, like, don't have. No. You can watch that on general, have, like, like you can get an antenna on your TV and watch CBS. Okay. Well, either way. <laughs> All right. Um, State, that's a great pick. I'm with you. My number two, that was not your mortal lock. No. Uh, my number two pick is going to be Baltimore minus six over Houston. Um, I'm sticking on the Ravens train when it comes to these. The Ravens, I, I'm going to, I am going to bet them to um, cover their, or to beat the spread every single time until they prove me wrong because they have the most explosive offense in the, or I would say second yeah. most explosive offense in the league and Houston did not really show out show very well against um, the chiefs. Like they just kind of got like some garbage points towards the end, but um, yeah, they aren't the Texans suck. I'm so sick of hearing about Deshaun Watson and like, it's always Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes. No, Patrick Mahomes is so much fucking better than Deshaun Watson. It's not better. I don't know if he's so much better. He's got a lot more options. That's what I'm saying. I'm sick of hearing that too. Where it's like, they act like Deshaun Watson's by himself. Dude, Bill O'Brien was like a quarterback whisperer. He made Christian Hackenberg like the best quarterback in the Big Ten as a freshman. The guy's horrible. Hackenberg is horrible, horrible. <laughs> but he was the best quarterback. Remember that? Remember freshman year? He beat Michigan. He, he like did? he was a stud. He did. he did, dude. He was like yeah, a revitalization of the Penn State program in like the darkest but, days. But you can't like say Deshaun Watson's not good. Dude. He's good. Stop. He's not. He's not like, dude. He's not otherworldly. Like they they put him in the same category as Patrick Mahomes. That's the problem. I yeah, wouldn't he's, say he's a top ten quarterback in the league. I wouldn't I go ten. Any, honestly, I don't think anybody's in the same category. Yeah, no one's no. in the same category is Pat Mahomes, man. So like he and, he's something dreams are made of. And as for like just following, dude, you could probably blindly bet the Chiefs every week and win nine or ten times out of the sixteen games they play. Yeah, that's why. I mean, I, I'm not this week just because. Uh, who do they got? There was someone. Uh, give me two seconds. Oh here. shit! You're not playing the Chiefs. Or who the fuck are who the who the Texans playing? The Ravens. Oh, that's right. Yeah, same thing with the Ravens. Really, yeah, Ravens. Look, dude, the even Browns more look, so the Ravens because the Ravens don't really step off the gas pedal like the Chiefs no. do. Yeah. And the Browns didn't seem like they seemed like they were actually like a pretty decent team last night. And the Ravens They're just emasculated. The True. I'm not saying the Bengals were. It's it was a good like little bounce back game for them. So yeah, I would agree yeah, with you on that. Uh, definitely yeah. following you there. So All right, that's my uh, second one. Fats. My number three. Number three. Uh, I'm going with South Florida plus 26 versus Notre Dame. It's, it's, it's Notre Dame. I know it's their second game. They're at home again. I know 
all that stuff. But, dude, it's not even home field advantage. It's really not. Like, playing at Notre Dame, it was suppressing. I, I don't know how else really to put it. We talked about it at the very start. But here's the thing about, like, Notre Dame. Ian Book did not impress me week one at all. I know that we talked about how he's, like, he seemingly will never yeah. graduate. And, and, like, Notre Dame was seemingly okay with, like, how they played. But I just don't see how in God's green earth they, they couldn't blow out Duke. They're not going to blow out South Florida. Notre Dame, I'm not sure if they can blow out anyone. I think they're not a number seven no. team in the country. I think they're maybe like a top 20 team. I don't 18, think they're number seven. Like 18. They yeah, are like number 18. Yeah, like a 16 or something along those lines. Yeah. So I'm betting against uh, Notre Dame until they prove me wrong. No, I'm with you on that. Uh, I would also bet that as well. It was 10 to 6 at the at half against yeah. Duke. You're telling me that like dude, USF a couple of years ago – didn't have a like they're on the verge of not having a football program. They're coming out, dude. Like they, I mean, they are going to cover the spread. Simple as that. They're they're not going to get blown out. The, this team has a couple. They have the the most electric kick returner in um, college football. Forget his name, but he like this guy. Like he's like Speedy McSpeed freak. So so be on the lookout for Speedy McSpeed freak. Yeah, yeah. All right, much. I like that. That makes me feel even better about that pick. All right, you're number three. My number three, it's going to be, I mean, this is just the, the biggest no-brainer when it comes to, um, to this week. Not even my lock. Like, I just feel like I'm going to win a lot of money. Like, I feel like I'm going to go 5 and all this week. This is simple. Buffalo, 5.5 to beat the spread over Miami. No, dude, Miami. Josh Allen, dude. slingshot. Slingshot, man. I'm telling Buffalo you. Is going, dude, Miami sucks. Everyone's going to be on that bet this week. It's a, it's, a, it's a trap line. And the Ryan Fitzpatrick, dude, this guy, you know, he's going to have the blow-up game. And if you keep betting against him, it's going to come back to bite you. I, I, I would probably agree. I would lean toward Buffalo, but I would almost stay away from that game. I don't know too much about Buffalo yet. No, Buffalo's going to be a good team. Josh Allen um, is still, like, at, like in the new era of quarterbacks that like came, came in the NFL. He's still, like, up there, like, one of my favorites. I love Josh Allen. Um I think that like he's gonna absolutely rip it. He's got the weapons. He they just picked up another one. They they got John Brown. People forget about John Brown. John Brown, Cole Beasley, like he those. They're both very very good. Like like they, some reason they have like a very very good schedule. Go like good thing going. Not to mention they got Devin Sting Singletary in the background uh, in the backfield. I mean, they're they're gonna beat Miami by a lot. They're Miami's defense. I love this reference i'm gonna keep using it um i'm not gonna use it yet because i'm gonna use it for another uh, game. Door, the cowboy doors or whatever uh, yeah, saloon saloon door. doors. miami's defense is a saloon door man just wait it's wide open man absolutely wide open actually this one this uh my miami's defense is more like a uh like a turnstile you know like the electric turnstiles like you know like you walk in a turnstile but it'll just like move in front yeah. of you like, yeah, sure, it's a little cluttered sometimes, but you're going to break way, and you're going to get through that door fairly easily. <laughs> that's Miami's defense. So that, never, that's that's a, I'm going to give you props on this. I've never heard that uh, analogy before. That's a good one. All right, moving on to the college football. This is the biggest game of the week in college football. I mean, number 17, Miami, primetime, 730, ABC, versus number 18, Louisville. Louisville's Ooh. minus two. I'm going with Louisville, minus two. Scott Satterfield from Appalachia State, he's a great coach. And he's like basically revitalized his program within two years. And and Miami, like I'm sick of hearing the Miami. Every year they're ranked. Every fucking year they're ranked. And every year Manny Diaz like has them on the right track. I don't care who's at quarterback. I know they got Derek King from Houston. 
but I'm not convinced on that guy. He he no. impressed me a little bit against Oklahoma last year. I'll say that. But a guy who plays a couple games and then like skedaddles like he did at Houston, I don't know if I'm trusting him, especially in Miami's culture. They don't he's got, like. Yeah, he's got like a Kevin Cobb vibe to me. Remember Kevin Cobb? Yeah, <laughs> I don't understand the uh, like, like comparison. Like these, really, these, dude. These Houston quarterbacks. Um, Michigan had one. Who was it? John O'Corn. John O'Corn, Kevin Cobb, like these guys like come into programs thinking that they're going to be like, oh, he's from Houston. Like he's going to be a stud transfer. Everyone transfers out of Houston for a reason. He sucks. <laughs> that's actually a great, that's actually a great point. The Houston transfers are not studs. They are immediately a red flag. And not even to mention this Miami and like Louisville. These are both two teams that were really good for like a year. But, like, the rest of their time, like, you had Miami turnover chain. Yeah, that year. Cool. Awesome year, man. And then you had Louisville, uh, Lamar Jackson years. Uh, now they both suck. Like, when I think of both these teams, I think of the past. Yeah. I don't think of what who they have. They they, they both kind of suck. So, I, yeah. And I do. I actually would argue that I think that freaking Louisville has a better quarterback. Like, this Mikhail Cunningham guy, from what I saw, like I said, we're going off of a limited, which is basically what Vegas is going off of, too. Limited like access to what we've been able to see. We've been able to see week one, like Mikhail Cunningham balled out. I mean, freaking like 350 yards, like five total touchdowns and Louisville. Like if I'm going to bet on Scott Satterfield or Manny Diaz, like give me Scott Satterfield every freaking time. Yeah, no, I agree with you. That's a great pick. I'm with you hundred percent, especially dude. The U is the, not the U this year. They're not the U. No. And dude, just tell you, I mean, even if they somehow some way win this game, they're not the U. They're not back. So you no. know they're gonna. You know there's gonna be the tweets that they're quote unquote back, and you know they're not. They're gonna get blown out by a, oh, like Pittsburgh one, or something. The one thing shit. I got against you here, Miami usually is pretty good in like these primetime games. They do sometimes ball out. Like even last year against Florida in game one, they exceeded expectations. Yes. So that's the one thing I want against you. They're like when the when the lights come on and the and the sun goes down, Miami somehow figures out a way to stay in games. The so. thing that makes me feel better about that is that it's at Louisville. It's not at Miami. There's obviously not going to be the raunchous crowd. And no. my and I will agree with that. It seems like Miami does always like stumble in like the noon kick against Pittsburgh on the game on the ACC yeah. network that no one's even watching. So I'll, I'll agree with that, but I'm still going with Louisville uh, minus two. All right, you're number four. My number four uh, is Minnesota plus three over the Colts. Minnesota came out firing guns a blazing last year or last year, last week. Um, I guess. I mean, Aaron Rodgers blitzed them. I mean, Uh was that the game? Yeah. The Vikings lost the Packers. Uh Oh, a little bit of a uh, miscommunication in the uh, prep here. Um, Aaron Rodgers looked like Aaron Rodgers of yesteryear. Hold on. Give me one second. Give me one second here. Oh, no. (laughs) I'll roll into right into my lock. I'll just knock this out. All right. My lock of the week. Number 14, UCF minus seven at Georgia Tech. I was was one of the big-time guys who benefited from Georgia Tech balling out last week against Florida State. But they're overrated. They're not within seven points of UCF. UCF is still a damn good team. There's no way in hell they're going to be losing to these guys. Here's the thing, like UCF, they whenever UCF faces a like Power Five team, they ball out, just like what you said with Miami in prime You're time. Right. Like UCF, almost always, they might not always win, but they always like exceed what your expectations of them are. So I, I don't even need to know really anything. I know UCF's coach is an absolute stud too. So I'm just rolling with them. Like I don't care 
what Georgia Tech did week one, it was FSU isn't even good. So whatever they did do should not like change your opinion week one of what this team is. No, They're still trying to build. They're still trying to come back from what they are. So take UCF. They're a proven commodity. You know exactly what you're getting with them. Bet on them. Yeah, absolutely. Um, absolutely. I'm with you. I'm with you 100% there. Um, yeah, so I'm going to sw- I'm gonna be- flipper that one as well. Um, you know what? Like these are last minute here, but I feel like they're really like, I got, I got a big idea about him. Yeah. The Colts lost week one. Sure. They lost, but it's still Philip rivers. It's still Johnny Taylor. Sure. Marlon Max out probably a blessing in disguise. The dude sucks. He sucks in general. He's got Jonathan Taylor making his NFL starting debut. He is going to, he's going to freaking ground and pound, man. Ground and pound it. I love it. Minus three. They're going to win by at least three. I'm not sold on Taylor. I'm not quite sold on him yet. We'll see. I'm more sold on Jonathan Taylor than I am Kirk Cousins and the Minnesota shitling. I have ze- I, I'm not going to lie. I have zero idea what to expect from that game. It would not surprise me either way. Yeah. Well, either way, I switched my pick is the Colts. They got Phillip Rivers. Um, 1 p.m. kickoff. I, I feel really good. I feel really good. They're both 1-0. The Colts aren't going to let their season go to shit just yet. We just last week we were saying they're Super Bowl contenders. So the Colts are the, the Colts are in it. The they're Vikings are not one and zero. They are zero and one. I I meant zero and one. They're both zero and one. Okay. And they're both zero and one. The Colts aren't going to let their season go to shit yet. Okay. They're, they're Super Bowl contenders. All right. Uh, your last pick. I, I would agree. I, I I would lean toward the Colts, but I don't know. Vikings kind of. The Vikings are a. The Colts, I don't know. Phillip Rivers, I could see him just blowing this, like not like every, like basically rerunning what he did with the Chargers, and then I wouldn't be surprised if that happens at all. No Derwin James for them, or no? Yeah, excuse yeah. me. I got a couple ones, but I I feel pretty good. I feel pretty good, and what's going to really drive me home, like to get me in the positive this week, <laughs> as much as I hate to say it, it's the second week I've didn't I've done this. Mortal Lock, L.A. Rams plus three over Philadelphia Eagles. <laughs> Swinging saloon doors, saloon doors. <laughs> Everyone this week is picking up LA Rams defense. Aaron Donald, ah. <laughs> Aaron Donald against a second string right guard, left guard, or right guard, uh, left guard, and right tackle. Ah. <laughs> yeah, that is yeah. the second week in a row where there is an absolute demon on a defensive line. Your first first week, Chase Young, eight sacks. Second week, Aaron Donald. He might actually break his back. He might break his <laughs> back. <laughs> like, this ain't good. I'm not gonna lie to you. The Eagles line is in shambles. It's it's like uh, that like puzzle hundred thousand piece puzzle that you're trying to put together like on your family room dining table, and like half the pieces like got, I got like thrown in the trash. Like you're trying to look for something like to like put stick there. Nothing. Nothing is working. They they have three starters out. Um, Deshaun Jackson get, doing his little, don't worry, I'm fine, guys. He's probably not even going to play. He's going to be like considered out like a, an hour before the game. Um, yeah, dude, there's a lot that's going to happen for them to win this game, I think. Uh, not even to mention the Rams are going to score. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, dude, I 100% agree with you. That's actually probably my favorite pick that you've had thus far. The Eagles are bad. They're bad. Carson Wentz is throwing picks left and right. The offensive line's garbage. Deshaun Jackson is is uh, like a, a racist. I, I don't really know what there is to look forward to on this team. Rager, I guess. Rager bombs. Maybe you need a couple. 
you need a couple of those to maybe stay in this one, but I don't know. I'm 100% you know, betting think, against the Eagles. Don't get me wrong. I'm going to be absolutely locked into this television. Um, it's a must-win. It's a must-win game. It's a must. It's an absolute must-win. Teams win. that if start off 0-2 team, is like 1% chance they make the playoffs. 0-2 teams. Well, if they don't win this game, then they, they're going in to Week 3 uh, versus the Bengals, looking like uh, both 0-2 squads, and Joe Burrows might come out and just rip them a new asshole. That one's So I don't know. I mean uh, – Biggest Eagles fan as, as they come. Got my Eagles coasters right here. Um, another big fan uh, that I am a well aware of, huge fan of, is uh, J.O. Outfitters. Yep. Uh, that is a big one when it comes to the outdoor business. J.O. Outfitters, just in time for the fall season. Ever feel like these new online clothing companies are so repetitive? What do you think? Fast, pretty repetitive? Yep. All, they all got like, I feel like they're all on Instagram doing the same exact shit. Instead, would you rather rip some darts, crush the bush lights, and fling some uh, freaking arrows? Well, the buck stops here. Come visit J.O. Outfitters on Instagram at J.O. underscore Outfitters. And check out our uh, their website that is linked in their bio. Hats will be coming fresh off the uh, fresh off the patch. Uh, pa- uh, patch. Uh, press for everyone and their mother uh, along with electric news about hunters and uh, harvesting monsters in your local area uh but wait there's more the new brand new apple orchard cap is on the market fresh off the press they are going very quickly so uh so by now um there's been news that maybe somebody from around the uh mid michigan area is going to endorse them coming up soon so this this could be a pretty big pretty big deal uh happening uh we uh still and guess what uh if you send us a picture of your animal this year we will feature you on our web uh their website and instagram page who doesn't love a good feature jo outfitters keep ripping darts and flinging arrows i love it all right let's roll through our cards uh real quick and then let's wrap this sucker up week three gotta love it college football back nfl football still the same as it was before really i don't think much has changed oklahoma state minus 23 versus tulsa also i like the over 66 in that one App State, minus 3.5 versus Marshall. 3.30 kick on CBS. That's a good one to watch right in that slot. Uh, South Florida, plus 26 at Notre Dame. And Louisville, minus 2 versus number 17, Miami. And then finally, my lock of the week, UCF, minus 7 versus Georgia Tech. Uh, yo, yo, I yours. love it. I love it. I love it. Uh, starting with my two sketchy picks, I got Indiana. Uh, Indiana. Indianapolis Colts, minus 3 to beat Minnesota. I then have... Um, that's my only sketchy pick. What are you talking about? That's not even a sketchy pick. What the hell? Why are you putting that in my head? That's not a sketchy pick. That's going to happen. I, I never said that. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, second, uh, Buffalo, minus five and a half. Uh, they're definitely going to blow the sh- shit balls out of Miami. Uh, and then these last three, I might as well call all three of these mortal locks. I'm going to call, the, obviously, my mortal lock is going to be LA plus three over Philly. Sad, sad, with sadness in my heart, that is what it is. And then the other two, Seattle minus three and a half over New England. Um, he sends uh, Mr. Uh, dancing in the end zone, um, Cam Brady, as I like to call him nowadays, Cam Brady. <laughs> what are you talking about, Zaz? Cam Brady, Cam Newton, Cam Brady, the old quarterback of the New England Patriots. Send him packing, man. Send him packing with his old sack between his legs. Um, and then you, uh, lastly, Baltimore minus six over Houston. Lamar Jackson is going to do his little juke stop on the uh, sideline, and someone's going to like tackle air again, and they're going to win by forty. So, 
There's my five. Yep, I love it. All right, that's uh, Fast X uh, Pick'em Show, week number three. Uh, stay tuned next week for Week another- number two. Week number two. Week three of college football. Week number two of the Pick'em Podcast. Right. Gotcha. Stay tuned. All right, Yo-Yo Ball, send us out, brother. See you later. I guess the money should have changed them. I guess I should have forget where I he came from. Suicide doors. This is my life, homie. You decide yours. I know that Jesus died for us, but I couldn't tell you who the side was. So I parallel double parked that motherfucker sideways. Old folks talking about back in my day. But homie, this is my day. Class started two hours ago. Oh, am I late? No, I already graduated. And you can live through anything if magic made it. They say I talk with so much emphasis Ooh, they so sensitive Don't ever fix your lips like collagen To say something where you gon' end up apologizing Let me know if it's a problem then Alright, man, Looking like why God when they reminisce over you, my God. Yeah.